Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Learn English with Teachify. As you know, my name's Lewis. It's good to have you back. I am feeling fantastic today. I am not suffering from the effects of my hay fever like last week. So thankfully, I'm not sneezing. Achoo! I don't need to blow my nose. <laughs> and my eyes aren't watering. And I thought I'd celebrate this special occasion by inviting our newest teacher onto the pod. So, Patrick, welcome. Thank you very much, Lewis. How are you doing? Yeah, as I said, I'm all right. Um, it is a Tuesday morning and I'm just about to start teaching plenty of classes. But yeah, I'm pretty good. How about you? Yes, I'm doing well. I started teaching this morning and yeah, I'm doing well. It's a sunny day. And yes, I'm looking forward to going for a walk in the park a little later on. Perfect. Um, let me just uh, focus on that grammar that you used. So you said that you're looking forward to going for a walk in the park. So remember, look forward to is to be excited about doing something. And we use it with ING. So I'm looking forward to having lunch. For example. Now, anyway, um, Patrick, tell us about yourself, where you're from, what are, you, what are your hobbies, and um, yeah, give everybody a little bit of an introduction uh, about you. No problem. So yes, to sum up a little bit about me and about where I'm from, um, I am from Northern Ireland, which, um, yes, a small segment of the island of Ireland. Um, I'm from south of this capital city of Belfast. Um, in a little village called Kalinchi, which is near the coast uh, beside a body of water called Strangford Lock. Um, at university, I studied Spanish alongside international business. Um, I studied for four years in Newcastle, which is in the north of England. And yes, I spent four years there um, living with a lot of friends. And then in my third year, I studied in Santiago in Chile. Um, so that's where I learned my Spanish. Um, although my teacher didn't agree that whenever I returned uh, that I was speaking Spanish rather than Chileno. Um, but yes, I had a great time there, met a lot of new people from all over the world. And then once I finished my uh, undergraduate degree, I began working in Madrid for six months in an internship with a digital business school. Then the COVID happened and the pandemic uh, sent me home. So I started a job with a multinational organization called Citigroup. They are a, a corporate bank. And I spent one year there in a very stressful working environment. It was high paced and yes, um, not much time. To, there wasn't much time to, um, yeah, to do much other than work. Um, then I left my job. And moved to Madrid again to become a teacher. And here I am. Uh, I've recently started with Teachify after some time with another academy. And yes, um, I'm loving it here so far. And yeah, looking forward to, to the future. Perfect. A very complete introduction. Love it. Love it. And uh, I have so many questions that I want to ask you. So many. So let's go back and um, do it in chronological order. So... First of all, you're from Northern Ireland, near the capital, Belfast. Um, would you like to move back to Belfast in the future? 
Uh, in the future, yes, I would like to move back one day. Um, at the moment, I love living in Madrid, in Spain. Um, however, there are lots of uh, good points and advantages to living in Ireland and in Northern Ireland. Um, yes, the scenery is beautiful. There is lots of green space. Um, the cities are, are nice and small and they're easy to get around, to travel around the city. Um, and yes, you are never far from where you need to go. For example, if I am in Madrid and I want to go to Valencia, it's three hours by car. If I am in Belfast and want to go to Londonderry, which is at the other side of the country, it takes one hour and a half. It's very, very easy. So yes, I would like to go back one day because all of my friends and family are there. But at the moment, I am very happy here in, in Spain. Perfect. Uh, I love the fact that um, anyone who lives in Madrid and in particular people from Madrid are like, yeah, I'm just going to the beach. You know, it's really close. Three hours, Valencia. <laughs> Easy, no problem. Yes, <laughs> I'll rent a car and I'll be there in three hours. No problem. Exactly. Now, um, so you studied Spanish and uh, international relations, did you say? International business. Yes, something similar. Okay. But uh, yes, international business. And you did it in Newcastle. So uh, why did, did you choose this city and this degree? So I chose this degree because I, well, I at school my strong. Uh, subjects were languages and business. So at school, I studied French, Spanish and business studies. And there were very few universities that offered business with two languages. So I decided I wanted to continue. I decided that I wanted to continue with Spanish instead of French. So I chose to do Spanish with the international business aspect to make at the end of the um at the end of the degree to make myself a little bit more employable than just having either a business degree or um, or a language degree. So yes, and why the city? The city of Newcastle is fantastic. It is fantastic, particularly for students. Um, there are two universities in Newcastle, the University of Newcastle and the University of Northumbria. And that means that there are around 36,000 students there uh, living in, in one city and it makes the city very, vibrant and there's always things to do there are there is also a large football club called newcastle united and the tickets to go to those games are very cheap especially if you are a student you get a discounted rate so yeah we can go and um and watch them whenever you want you can go have a drink by the quayside and there's lots of historic monuments all over the city which is which makes it fantastic I mean, it sounds like a good choice. When I was deciding which university to go to, um, Newcastle and North Rumbia was an option because um, it's two and a half hours away from where I am from. And as you said, it's very vibrant, quite cheap for students. There are so many students, so many things to do. And people are known for being very friendly, like our other teacher, Louise. So exactly. What's not to like? And I like the fact that you mentioned uh, by studying a language and international business, it makes you more employable. A nice adjective. To be employable is someone who is easy to employ, that companies want to hire. Now, you went to Chile. Um, wow. Um, 
Why Chile? And how was the experience? So, good question. It's a funny story uh, why we went to Chile. So, um, it was compulsory as a result of studying Spanish. Um, I had to go to a Spanish-speaking country during my degree. So, we went to an international fair where all of the countries, Spanish-speaking and otherwise, um, so all of the countries were there, all of the options. And the first country that we, uh, so we went in through the door, and the first country or the first area was Latin America. And the person who was at the Latin America desk was from Santiago. And she said to me and my friend, you must go there. You must go to South America, uh, particularly Chile. And I thought, you know what? You're right. Let's okay. go there. <laughs> yeah, we are sold. I'm sold. We're going. And so me and my friend applied and we got accepted to the La Universidad de Chile, the University of Chile, um, in the business and economics faculty. And we went there um, in July of 2017 for the full year. And it was the best experience. It was fantastic. I loved it. I loved every part of it. Um, yes, the the geography of the country, the way it is laid out, is fantastic. It is. It gives you the opportunity to ski in the mountains. And then 70 kilometers away, there is a lovely sunny beach where you can just relax. And um, yes, in the north, there is the desert, which is one of the driest deserts in the world. And in the south are some of the most dramatic mountain mountains in the world so um it's fantastic i strongly recommend anyone that has the opportunity to go to to go there excellent it sounds amazing i mean i guess we have quite a lot in common in this aspect because mm -hmm. um when i was at uni studying spanish i also chose to go to latin america instead of going to spain and i went to uh, chile's neighbors i went to argentina very nice and Whilst I was in Argentina, I wanted to make the most of my time there. So uh, I traveled to the north, to the south, and I actually crossed the border into Chile because I was going to the end of the world, to Ushuaia. So I had to cross the border. And one thing that kind of shocked me um, was the fact that the Chilean currency is so confusing because... I remember I bought like a Coca-Cola and it cost me 10,000. I was like, eh, what? This can't be it's, right. It's incredible. It really is. It takes a little bit of getting used to. Um, so yes, it, once you're there, it is a big shock. However, yes, once you get used to the currency, you understand it a bit more. And yes, it, it becomes easier. It's whenever, whenever you are paying your rent, for example, and... I didn't have a Chilean bank account, bank account. so I um, we had to pay our rent in cash, and that means taking money from the ATM. And yes, our rent ended up being maybe million pesos, a million pesos, probably a million pesos every month per person. Which um, yeah, it's insane. It's it's insane. It's uh, yeah, it's crazy. Not it's not. Um, <laughs> It's not something that, yes, I would want to continue doing forever um, because, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It really is. Right. Now, um, I'm not going to ask you about your time working in this multinational company. I think we can leave that for a future podcast where we can really speak about business English. Um, but to finish off, 
Last weekend, you had a little bit of an unusual experience. Am I right? I certainly did. Yes. Um, so uh, last weekend, I visited London with my parents and my brother. So my brother and I were collecting an award for an achievement that we had made that we had made maybe three or four years ago. And the achievement or the award is called the Duke of Edinburgh's Award. And that is a, it's a scheme or um, a collection of activities that we must do to, um, uh, yeah, to achieve this award. There are three stages, bronze, silver, and gold. And you can only achieve gold if you have done your gold, your, bro- your bronze and your silver. So uh, yes, whenever you complete your gold award, you are invited to a royal residence and you can choose your royal residence. So we chose Buckingham Palace in London, home of the Queen herself. And yes, we visited um, on Saturday. We visited, um, oh, sorry, on Friday. On Friday, we visited um, <laughs> Buckingham Palace and we were invited to Buckingham Palace Gardens, which is a lo- the lovely, beautiful setting in central London um, in the back garden of Buckingham Palace. We had tea, we had cupcakes, uh, we took photos by the duck pond and we listened to some inspirational speeches from various different people. And the, uh, the day was summarized by um, His Royal Highness Prince Edward, who is the Queen's youngest son. So, um, yeah, it was a brilliant day. And one day I would love to go back. I wish I could go back. But, um, yes, we'll see if I, can, um, if I can get there again. It would be fantastic. Right. Well, it sounds like a once in a lifetime experience that very few people will have had. And it sounds like you had a royally good time. So that is correct. Um, <laughs> I think that is the perfect way to end this podcast. And uh, I hope everybody that you enjoyed listening to the pod. Um, we used lots of different uh, difficult words and phrases. So make sure you listen once, twice, three or four times even to really, really take in all of the vocabulary and grammar. And um, yeah, on that note, everybody, teachify your lives and um, you'll be hearing more from us in the near future, I'm sure. Bye-bye. Bye.